It's In Demand Radio and every so often we like to chat to our DJ friends and this is somebody who I've known uh, for, I don't know, it must be 20 years and I've been watching his career blossom and blossom and he's still a friend of mine and he's on the phone, the one and only Hernan Cataneo. Hello Hernan, how are you? Hey Steve, great to talk to you, thank you for the nice welcoming words. Well, we've known each other such a long time I and mean, we, we don't yeah. see each other very often but we've known each other a long time. Well, I, I, I started in Cream Racing in Liverpool in 2001, uh, fortnightly, and, and going to, you know, to your parties around in Aztec and all that. Of but course, like yeah. In 2001 and two or so, so since then, you know, we, we've been good friends. We have indeed. I forgot about Aztec. I don't think people will believe that you came and DJed that crazy little room. It must have been sort of 18 years ago. That little crazy room with the world's worst toilets on a room above a pub where the sound system <laughs> kept going off. We had you playing on there. I remember you saying it was a, a bit of a crazy gig for you because you were literally almost DJing on the dance floor. Yes, but I, I remember clearly and, and, and like as a super great atmosphere, like, you know, you know, it's one of those like, you know, it's a small club, maybe the sound system is not the perfect one, but the, but the atmosphere is incredible. I remember like people almost putting the, the, the glass with beer, you know, on near, so near to the, to the decks that it was yes. almost like, wow. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, people in England how to know how to behave, you know, so yeah uh, even when they were crazy they were respectful so no it was a great night i remember Excellent. I don't know, it was at 2002 or three. Yeah, it must have been many months ago. We're showing our age here, Hanan, showing our age. So, well, you know, we, we are lucky, we, we're still around. So tell me about um, lockdown. Obviously, you're normally a very busy DJ, trotting around the globe, and then suddenly no flying. So what, what have you been doing with yourself? Well, of course, it was a surprising and challenging year. Uh, uh, you know, at the beginning, I was super happy, you know, I've been non-stop for 20 years traveling around the world, you know, and never having enough time to spend time with my, my family, my, my daughters and, and, you know, and free time in the house. So the, the first two, three months were, were super, super good. You know, we enjoy that part of, of life. Then, of course, you start having one to have a balance, you know, and also do some work and, and, and travel and, and play music. So then we start finding different ways through technology to get in touch with fans around the world through streams, you know, and the radio show I still do it every Saturday. But then, of course, now after a year, we really want to go back to, you know, a normal life, which means like do the family time, but also do some work, you know, um, and, and travel, which is what we enjoy what to do, you know, so. Um, but luckily, thanks to the vaccines and stuff, I think at, at least the, the, end, the light at the end of the time is kind of looking better yes hopefully hopefully and then hopefully by the summer there will be some kind of normality so you you haven't been playing any gigs because I, I saw that like nick warren was over in argentina and there's been like a few social distance parties have you been waiting or playing some no no i've been waiting because the problem is you know uh, in one side we couldn't travel so i, I have to be mostly in argentina uh, but also um you know i, I do these these lockdown shows they are allowed to do. They are very small capacity, and you know in in my country I, I have a big fan base. Yes. If I do one of those, I'm gonna have more people complaining that they couldn't get in, versus the, the amount of people that they, they did. So it could be a mess, and yes. and I don't want to go to that. So um, I I see 
you know, it's, it's, it's good that some DJs are allowed to do some small shows, but uh, I thought it would be more responsible to wait to avoid other kind of riots. We could yeah. create, maybe we could avoid some kind of problems, but create a lot of, you know, you know, the South American people are, are really enthusiastic and but yeah. intense sometimes. So yeah. it, it could be, a, you could end up having 300 people inside and 4,000 people outside trying to get in and create more problems. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but I also see that I I see a lot more Hanan Cataneo remixes lately. You've been busy in the studio. Well, yes, of course. You know, the, the, the good thing about you know being locked down is that you have in, um, an, an enormous amount of time in your hands to do things. So I did more production. We finalized and did that connected uh, Netflix documentary. I, I wrote a book. You know, other things that that I, I never thought that I could had time to do that you know and, and I did so nice um, yes 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 uh, the, the Netflix documentary I mean it's being filmed when we did the show but then they had a lot of work with you know it wasn't easy to get all the permits and all that because when we did the show we didn't expect to end up having a documentary on Netflix yes and that's that. like like next level for many in many respects so um we, we get the chance to go to Netflix, but they were asking a lot of things that we, we were not prepared. So yeah, it took I, us like a long time to, to be able to do it. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah, but I, but I loved it. I think it was really good. I mean, when was this? Was this like four years ago? And it's basically, it's like a, a journey through your um, musical influences, old and new with, a, with an orchestra and the venue looked spectacular. Yes, you know, you know, it's like there, there are many things to say about this. It was three years ago. Um, contrary to what happens in England, where, you know, I know and I noticed when I used to live there, um, electronic music in Argentina didn't have a good reputation. It was all related to, to club and, you know, drugs, things that, that people don't, don't, don't see in a good way, of course. So I, for years, I was really looking forward to find a way to show that the music itself has nothing wrong. And we, we've been thinking with my management that showing the music in, in, in a, in a place that is respected or revered, like, like is the Teatro Colón, yeah. which is our main opera house. It could show like a different side of things. Uh, and that was the main intention. Like, you know, I know it's not in, in England or in America, you know, they've been doing this for years and, and nobody would complain, but for us, even trying to get into that theater was, it, it would create a lot of um, complaints and discussions because people were thinking that we were going to do a rape yeah, in, the, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the in the opera house. And But again, because South American in that respect, they are very conservative. Yeah. Listen, I remember, and I think you've been there, I remember playing Liverpool Cathedral once, you yes. know, and nobody com <laughs> nobody complained about that. But in Argentina, if you could try to, to make a party in, in, in a church, it, they, they could they could cut your head directly, yeah. you know. So yeah. so we did this in a way trying to show. Listen, you may like or not the music, you may like or not the ambience, but electronic music is is, is an amazing music and presented in the right way for everybody. Uh, it, it could work, and it, it did. Um, and not only that. So our friend, uh, you know, Nico did film the whole show. Yeah. And. And he, after a lot of work, he ended up having the documentary on Netflix, which is amazing because that way people like you or people from, you know, in Sri Lanka or in Australia, we have yeah. been able to, to watch something that it was, it was very remarkable for us. It may not have been like 
groundbreaking co compared to other things you, you could do in Europe, but for, for our scene and for South America, it was incredible. Oh, it's my, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I also enjoyed you. seeing you looking very smart in a suit, and I enjoyed seeing <laughs> Nick Nick Warren's <laughs> biggest smile I've ever seen from anybody. Yeah, it was great to have him. You know, you, the story was that, you know, uh, three months before the show, it was completely sold out. And uh, in Petra, Nick Warren's wife, called me and said, oh, Nick is going to be around uh, touring in Argentina. He would love to go and see the show. And I say, what do you mean see the show? If he's come to Argentina, he's going to be on stage with me, not not. <laughs> You know, we, we are together on stage everywhere around the world playing music. Yeah. So, And also, we were already thinking to do like a, a, a cover of uh, We Are West uh, Tuesday, maybe, uh, on the show. So so what better to have the, the, the main man on stage with us, you know? So like it, was, it was amazing. Everybody loves Nick Warren here. Uh, we are dear friends. So, you know, it was was a, a great great thing to have him nice and also you've just you, you mentioned it and I've got to come back to it you told me you've written a book yes I mean you know for years uh, one of the, uh, the one of the main publishers here in South America is called Planeta Books uh, it's um, they've been asking me to to, to write uh, a book um, and honestly with you know you, you know me very well Steve I was thinking, okay, I'm a DJ, Argentinian DJ, successful, if you want to say, but that's not enough reasons to write a book. You know, I'm not, I didn't invent a vaccine. I didn't make, you know, uh, any records. So I, I wasn't that sure about that. Yeah. But then uh, they they were starting, you know, when we did the Teatro Colón thing, the connected thing, uh, I did a lot of interviews and in all those interviews always came out how my passion since I was a six, seven, ten year old, yeah, uh, and uh, I start pushing with music, and I end up in such an amazing place doing the connected thing. So I start thinking, okay, maybe I don't want to tell the history from the be just a DJ because I don't think that being a, a good DJ may, may, makes is such an important thing. But the the idea about being passionate up since very very young age and going against all odds, uh, against everything, I, against my father, against my country, against taste people music, against Rolling Stones in Argentina was the most popular thing ever. Um, and I end up, how you say, getting getting away with it and yeah. having a good career and being able to 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 have a family and travel the world doing what I like Amazing. that's something more remarkable and and I think the book tells that story it could have been a DJ it could have been a skater yeah it could have been you know a drawing guy yes but it's more about the dreams pushing your dreams and and your passion yeah and that's brilliant and I'm sure that that'll be good when 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 is that going to appear and is it just do you think you might do it in English and Spanish as well or it's coming originally between May and June. Originally, is for for the Spanish-speaking uh, market like Spain yeah. and and South America. But they already told me that they planning to, to do some some uh, English version. And also, even if that doesn't happen officially, you know, I know my fans are kind of passionate. So there's going to be more than one that is going to sit down with a translator <laughs> doing, doing a PDF version for everybody else in English. And you do have very passionate fans, like more more passionate than than most I know. Tell me about the the mural that you walked along one day and you saw outside in Argentina. That was crazy, you know. It's like a you know that that's one of the most 
the things I most treasure about my, my DJ career, like uh, having the, the luck of being born in, in, in Argentina and any South American country, you know, uh, they are so much passionate. I mean, listen, all, all the British DJs like, like Sasha, John, Nick, they have more fans here than in their own country, yes. which is incredible. And, and it makes me super proud, you know, yeah. um, they sell more tickets here than anywhere else. It's amazing, especially this kind of sound we, we like, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe a, a techno DJ or a drama DJ wouldn't be the case. But for, for our sound, you know, it's yeah. incredible. And and I'm super proud because, you know, I'm one of the, the guys that we've been pushing pushing the, the, the thing, you know, this this our thing. Yeah, so, uh, for many years. Yes, and this kind of passion, as I said, you know, makes these guys do yes. this amazing thing, like like painting my face in a wall, or, or, or you know, uh, listen, it's funny. I, I I I I took all my family and my daughters thought that I, I how much I paid for for that somebody to to paint my face in the street, you know. I love it. I love it. Well, Hanan, listen, thank you very much for joining me. Um, hopefully, the gigs should be coming back again soon for you. Um, I, I I know it's. I know nobody really knows, but you're hoping to be what back again, sort of in the next sort of couple of months. Do you think? Yes. I, well, honestly, I was just yesterday talking to to my CAA in, in London. It's my agent for, for Europe. Uh, I've been working with them, Maria and Jen, for like 30 years, and and we are seriously booking dates for August and later, so August, September, October. Yeah. I heard also. I I, I see. I, I just saw a flyer from the Orb playing live in England I think as, as soon as April or May so yeah. I think so, slowly but surely things are going to happen I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that in England the vaccine program is going so well yeah, uh, unfortunately not so well in other parts of Europe but uh, I think after after I mean maybe towards the end of the summer it's, it's going to be uh, things happening maybe not at the same level as they used to be yeah that, that may take a bit longer, but sooner or later, you would. I'm a positive, optimist person, so yeah, I, I, I think it's gonna happen. So thank you, Steve, for your nice words always, and your friendship and your music, of course. I remember the first track I got from you. It was you and Carlos uh, Elizondo from Mexico on oh, Fluid yes. Records around yes. what 1999 <laughs> or 2000? Uh, yeah, about 2000, I think. Yeah, every day I yeah, speak to I, Carlos. I got my copy of that. Say hello to Carlos for me. I will do. Super and, nice you, guy. and you used to also play my track Jawa in um, Cream, so thank you. But I used to always. Yeah, of course. I think the first acetate I ever got cut was your your track. What was it called? Deep State or something on uh, yeah, deep, deep Funk. Deep Funk. Yeah. Well, that's what I based Jawa on. I can finally tell you after twenty wow. years, I I, uh, I copied you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Man. Don't send me a lot. Me a No. <laughs> Thank you as always, Hanan. And we've got you in the mix later as well. So thank you very much for that as well. Enjoy, guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, dude. Say, everybody, say hi, everybody. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. What a dude. Hanan Cataneo. He'll be joining us a little bit later in the mix too. Across Liverpool and the Northwest. Steve Parry on In Demand Radio.
bit of a tune catch up for you we played you Mika and Kiss Patterson Beam of Light played you Babbage's Ambient Mix and then the Breakbeat Mix uh, then we played you Isolay with Dennis the Riverton Remix then we played you Cade Botswani featuring Valerie Stosia Take Me Back the Lau Remix which is a very cool vocal tune and in the background a world exclusive for you Ivan Massa Toxic both coming on Receipts de Mars which is the label of several definitions Still to come on tonight's show, we'll play a classic for you. We'll play you last week's Warehouse Wonder, which is a fancy name for saying our tune of the week. We've got this week's Warehouse Wonder, which is hot. Trust me, it's very, very hot. And also in the second hour of the show, we'll have Hernan Cataneo in the mix too. Uh, across Liverpool and the Northwest. Steve Perry on In Demand Radio. In Demand Radio. Steve Parry on In Demand Radio. Into the second hour of the show we go, and let's just get straight in with the good stuff. I got it this afternoon. It's a world exclusive for you. See what you think of this. It is tonight's Warehouse Wonder, and it's by an artist called Manny. It's called Juno's Heartbeat. Jamie Stevens, a Buddha Kid remix on a label from Australia called Eugenus. See what you think of this. It's like prog meets melodic techno meets jazz. Classy, scatty, and I absolutely love it. This week's Warehouse Wonder. Exclusive on In Demand Radio.
audio's good. This week's Warehouse Wonder, Manny, Juno's Heartbeat, Jamie Stevens and Buddy Kid on the remix. And time for tonight's classic. What an absolute gem. Steve Parry in the mix.
tune recap for you. We played you Manny and Juno's Heartbeat starting off the section. That's Jamie Stevens and Butter Kid remix. That is a world exclusive play for you. Hope you liked it. I absolutely love it. Uh, this week's classic warehouse classic, Sailor and I Turn Around the Army remix. I just love that. Every time I hear it, it just melts me. Uh, we played you Hockey, The Push, The Drifter remix, which is that crazy bonkers one with squelches of acid. And if you know me, you know I like a bit of good old 303. And then last week's Warehouse Wonder, which is a bit of a tongue twister, Audio Jack and Jem Cook with a tune called Feels Good, Patrice Baumel on the remix. Still to come on tonight's show, we have the one and only Hernan Cataneo in the mix. Looking forward to that. It was great to chat to him before. Don't forget, if you'd like to listen to this show again, um, or Billy's show before mine, or any of the shows on the station from the last few weeks, you can just go on the In Demand app or on the website, indemandradio.com, and you can listen to your heart's content. There's so many brilliant DJs on there. Go and search from local Liverpool DJs to literally international superstars. We have the full shebang for you. Because we're nice like that. Uh, just to let you next week, uh, let you know next week in the mix and chat to him on the phone, DJ Vertigo, as in the 90s legend. Yes, trust me, but Hernan Cataneo is up next in the mix. Across Liverpool and the Northwest. Steve Parry. On In Demand Radio. Across Liverpool and the Northwest. In Demand Radio. In Demand Radio. Steve Parry. In. Hey, this is Steve Parry, and welcome along to the final segment of the show. And as we always like to do every week in this section, we hand over to our special guest DJ in the mix. Tonight, we travel over to Buenos Aires to a superstar DJ around the globe who, in his own country, is literally a bit of a musical god. He is a thoroughly nice chap. He is an amazing DJ, and it's our pleasure to have him exclusively in the mix for the warehouse, the one and only Hernan Cataneo.
This is Steve Parry and this is The Warehouse and tonight in the mix for us exclusively Hernan Cataneo.
This is The Warehouse on In Demand Radio. Tonight's guest DJ in the mix, Hernan Cataneo. Dance, 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 dance,
Many thanks to tonight's special guest DJ in the mix, the one and only Hernan Catanea. If you'd like to listen to that mix again or any of the previous guest DJs in the mix, you can just go on the InDemand app or you can go online at indemandradio.com. Next week in the mix, we have a 90s DJ legend, DJ Vertigo. He's got a brand new set to play and he'll be telling us about his brand new life as a comedian and more. That's just about it from me, Steve Parry. Thank you for listening. I am out of here. Bye for now.